I'm Jay Close. Welcome to Encouraging Being. I'm here to encourage you to take time to be in the moment, to escape busyness and anxiety. Life shouldn't be just a worried, distracted, and overwhelmed existence. Each moment of life is sacred, and your life can become more content and peaceful. I'm working on being in the moment together with you. A rock is just a rock. A rock is just a rock. A bird is one of millions. They're all birds. If you've seen one bridge, you've seen them all. A meal is just protein and carbs to stave off hunger. How do you relate to people, places, things, and animals? Do you have a relationship with them, or do you just use them? You might say you use things and you have relationships with people. Or you may have a relationship with some animals, like pets, but you use other animals as food, and there's no relationship there, is there? Some see everything around them as a means to an end, or in an instrumental way. Everything is an instrument to help me get what I want. But others feel we have relationships with people, places, things and animals. When folks on a farm raise an animal, and they may eat that same animal, there's a different relationship to it than those of us who go to the grocery, pick out the package of meat, throw it in the cart, and take it home. They've seen the animal alive, and it gives its life for human food. The one eating that meat sees more deeply. We cook and eat our meat from a grocery without much thought of the life of the animal. I'm sorry if this makes you feel uneasy. I don't raise these ideas just to create discomfort. Let's talk about physical objects. Where you live is probably made of wood, perhaps stone, concrete, and other materials. How do you feel about the place where you live? Does it mean anything to you? What are the doors, furniture, floors, and walls mean to you? Utensils, decorations, clothes, and other items fill our homes. Do they have any meaning beyond their purpose? Are they just means to an end? Or are they anything more? Being in a particular time and place, I think, means more than seeing the physical things in that place, more than noticing the observable. Think of a place that's special to you. Why is it special? Is it the architecture? It's unlikely that only the design and materials are what make it special. Most places that bring up warm feelings in us are places that have special meaning. There's an association with them of a feeling. We have emotions that connect with that place. Probably something or some things have happened there that create attachment in us to that physical place. My wife and I have a wonderful dog. 
We have a strong attachment to her. She means a lot to us. But she doesn't mean the same to anyone else. She's just a dog. We've learned that our dog has an incurable disease, and we will lose her sooner than we hoped. We've had several cries over that news. Is that silly? She's just a dog, and not even the only dog we've ever had. There are items in our home that we value. Often they are pictures or treasures from vacations or things given to us by people we love. On the one hand, physical items can be understood to have a certain composition made of certain materials down to the atoms inside and designed in a certain shape. To describe a sculpture or a chair by its elements is a true description, but incomplete. The meaning the person attributes to the item is just as important or more important than its chemical makeup. In my city, like a lot of American cities, there was a recent mass shooting. There have been a lot of shootings over time, and there will be more. But this was big and tragic. In my state, guns that are used in crimes are resold to the public for money used for law enforcement. It's been noted that the gun used to kill and wound several innocent people in a horrible shooting will be put back out on the street. I've been trying to understand this. I would argue that a gun that has been involved in a mass shooting is tainted. It's no longer a neutral object with certain materials and function. It has become evil. I can't change the law or policies of how guns are handled after use in a crime, but I can challenge others to go deeper in how we consider what is around us. My wife keeps our grandson a few days every week. She has some washcloths, just his size, for wiping his hands and face before he eats. These cloths are not sacred, but they're more than just cotton sewed into a rectangle. They are tools for nurturing. I invite you to consider people, places, things, and animals at a deeper level. They can touch us at a spiritual level if we take time to be aware. We can choose not to think about this, not to allow ourselves to feel these feelings. But if we won't open ourselves to this awareness, we are left with a cold detachment from life. All that is around us, what is created by God, what is created by humans, can be seen through our values. It's more than just means to an end. Each living thing or inanimate object represents love or harm, life or loss. Think of something special to you. It may be a building, an object, or an animal. What feeling words describe what you feel? What are the reasons you feel so attached? Do you think your attachment is silly or meaningful to you? Open yourself to the comfort and challenge relationships to places 
things and animals can be. It may just deepen your relationships to other people, to yourself, and to God. Thanks for listening to this episode of Encouraging Being. I want you to get the benefit of present moment awareness that comes from practice. So follow Encouraging Being wherever you get your podcasts and check out past episodes. It will really help if you leave a review and tell others what the podcast did for you. Learn more at encouragingbeing.com.